It is time now for the world of cryptocurrency news in 15 minutes or less. And I'm not a financial advisor. I'm veteran newsman Gavin Dawson. Welcome in to the Crypto Daily News. Now available on audio-only podcast format where you find your favorites. Plus streaming at Blockchain Radio. Go to blockchain.radio for 24-7 news, analysis, and blockchain talk. And of course on YouTube, please hit the sub and the like on the way in. If you've not already, salute to you. Okay, the global crypto market caps at 1.36 trillion we could really use three or four hundred billion if you have it laying around heading into the weekend pump it baby yeah bitcoin dominance 4722 it is ticking up bit by bit pun intended and uh, crypto fear and greed index is at 27 still fearful but he's heating up time now for some winners and losers who is managing to stack a dub here on a day like this there is a lot of red once again dogecoin's up 6.4 percent though and shiba inu is up 6.7 percent other than the meme coins look at crypto.com go up three percent now up over a dime how about your losers over the last day peeling back quite a bit uh, bitcoin down 2.7 percent still over 33 ethereum down five percent it's sitting there at 1865 uniswaps down six percent so is uh, polygon solana is down just one percent chain link uh, down 4.8 percent they're now sitting at 1798 so quite a few losers but none too big for you up next the friday flex though who has absolutely dominated the week over the seven day period with most cryptos in the top 100 down who's been up how about quant qnt there was a recent story in the daily mail that described qnt with the following it's pretty interesting the systems billed as the first os to be built for blockchains with the goal to connect blockchains and networks on a global scale without hampering their interoperability its ecosystem is built around overledger and it gives both individuals and institutions an equal opportunity to use the potential of blockchain okay time for the burnt biscuit award the biggest losers of the seven day period nothing is sadder than a plate of burnt biscuits it's a damn shame and a lot to choose from including polka dot down 32 amps been down 34 percent in the last week internet computer dinged for another 38 percent but what happened to kusama down 46 percent sitting now at 187 dollars a shell of its former self something tells me kusama will not be down for long with the polka dot ecosystem being so flush with cash and with the parachain auctions kicking off but right now 187 dollars less than a third of its all-time high at 621 enjoy your burnt biscuits kusama sorry about your luck crypto news you can use time let's see if we can get some good crypto vibes flowing on a friday as we start over here at coindesk.com headline key indicator shows capital is beginning to flow back into btc an indicator that's historically marked major price bottoms is pointing to a renewed flow of capital the stablecoin supply ratio oscillator created by willy woo tracked by blockchain analytics firm glassnode risen 30 percent from a 12-month low the recovery indicates capital's been flowing from stables into btc glassnode tweeted thursday in other words a fancy way of saying bargain hunters bought the damn dip well done boys and ladies uh, coindesk points out the metric does not consider fiat based trades or bitcoin derivatives and it's not a perfect indicator however historically 
It has been an accurate indicator. I'll drink to that. How about some uh, highly entertaining audio? Let's have some fun right here, news teamers. Some eye-catching confrontations happening across the space. It's going to be a theme of today's show and the newscast. From the What Bitcoin Did podcast, it's a show hosted by Bitcoin maximalist Peter McCormick. Described as a podcast where McCormick interviews experts in the world of Bitcoin development. So he was interviewing Eric Weinstein. He's a managing director of Thiel Capital. He's also an American cultural commentator and mathematician, says his wiki. And we'll pick up as Peter was trying to defend his opinion that Bitcoin is the only cryptocurrency worth investing in at the moment. And the first he- a voice you will hear is Peter. All the time, get I'm into the boomer coin. Bitcoin's the boomer coin. It's slow, blah, blah, blah. And what I don't think they understand is as the properties that make it the best form of money. So if you make, you know, we went through the scaling wars. We had this war, you know, and Bitcoin won. And the reason it won is because the trade-offs aren't worth it. When you went for bigger blocks, you further centralize the project. If you try and be faster, you further centralize the projects. So I'm not I'm not opposed. I think a lot of Bitcoiners wouldn't be opposed to if a better Bitcoin comes, but there just isn't. Well, but it's also less, actually, I don't really believe that. I really believe at some level that when you have your wealth bound up in this thing, you have multiple feelings about it, right? And one of the feelings is I want to get richer, right? And so if there, if there was some opportunity to have a much better decentralized form of money and smart contracts and all this stuff, and it was going to obliterate your wealth, you wouldn't be indifferent to it. But you could put your money easily into that. Maybe, but you know. maybe you're slow to figure it out because you're a big... Bitcoin maximalist, and you spent the first four years of its life, whatever this new thing is, talking about it as shitcoin. Okay. Yeah. What I'm, what I'm trying to get at is let's cut the crap. Oh, I love it. From the top rope, get him a body bag. Yeah. Weinstein with some quality broadcasting. That's what that was right there. Throwing it back in Pete's face like so many altcoiners have wanted to see. He won some followers yesterday. That's what he did. It all started when he said, Actually, I don't believe that. Speak your truth, Weinstein. Well done. Hit the bully in the mouth. Up next, story on Market Watch. Here's how much Bitcoin is worth, says JP Morgan as crypto faces this summer headwind. Their team's calculations end up giving Bitcoin a fair market value of 23000 to 35000 over the medium term. Very interesting strategy here for predicting what the fair price is based on the volatility relative to gold. Story goes, recent volatility in the boom and bust dynamics of crypto represent a barrier to the adoption of crypto markets by institutional investors. The mere rise in volatility, especially relative to gold, says their analyst, is an impediment to further institutional adoption as it reduces the attractiveness of digital gold versus traditional gold in institutional portfolio, the analytics said. They're scared. The story says is if volatility was even with gold, they'd value it at $100,000, but best case scenario is it for to be only four times more volatile, which would put the fair price, they say, at 35 k up next here, news you can use. Robinhood's IPO now being delayed by the SEC because so much of their business is now coming through crypto. Yeah, Bloomberg, Bloomberg with the story. Uh, Robinhood initially planned to hold an IPO this month, which was then postponed to July. And now the SEC scrutiny could push back the event as far as this fall, one source told Bloomberg. The online brokerage launched its crypto business in 2018, saw nearly 10 million customers trade crypto on its platform during the first quarter 
quarter of this year. Robinhood supports trading in several cryptos, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Dogecoin. Robinhood CEO Vlad Tenev recently said that the company plans to hire a ton of people for its cryptocurrency operations, given the substantial interest from customers. Good luck, boys. Stock to flow model champion Plan B has run a recent poll of his followers on Twitter. 41% of them believe Bitcoin will no longer hit $100,000 by the end of 2021. He tweeted it, made headlines on Cointelegraph, says what a difference three months make. 41% now think Bitcoin will stay below 100k in 2021. That would invalidate the S2F model versus 16% in March when Bitcoin was sitting at 55,000. Still pretty cool. You know, 59% think it will still hit six figures by January. It's a resilient bunch. Cheers to you guys. Time now for the Neighborhood Watch. The tweet heard round the world, Elon Musk. How many Bitcoin maxis does it take to screw in a light bulb? Oh boy, he set it off on crypto Twitter. It was incredible theater. All the crypto celebrities took their shot at having the most clever reply or retweet. Michael Saylor tweeting, if you give us 10 minutes, maybe we can hash out the answer. Waka waka. Well played, Big Mike. Lark Davis, a crypto influencer and podcaster, one to mine the light bulb, 10 to verify the light bulb was mined, 100 to post on Twitter about it while also saying that all their forms of light bulbs and lightning are inferior and that this light bulb is the end of innovation in terms of lightning. It's well played as well, Lark. Uh, Shibatoshi Nakamoto, that's at BillyM2K, the original developer of Doge. He tweets, Well, uh, screwing in a light bulb would be stuck on their to-do list, but all their actual time would be spent telling others why their light bulb screwing in technique is bad and how their screwing in technique is better as others successfully screw in their light bulbs. Love it. And we'll actually finish up with uh, our guy Peter McCormick from back there in the audio. He retweeted and and said, how many obnoxious Bitcoiners does it take for you to stop being a a D? He he said the actual word, Richard. You know what I'm saying. It's a family-friendly newscast here with the CDN. And I'll give some love to to Peter. Look, nobody's perfect. Just cut the crap, man. (laughs) Elsewhere in the uh, neighborhood watch, though, George from Cryptos R Us retweeted it as well and said, that's actually pretty funny. I did want to give a quick segue from George because speaking of him, he was the latest heavyweight crypto YouTuber to report a health scare since the crash started in mid-May. He was talking about it quite a bit yesterday in his streams. Uh, this just one week after BitBoy spent considerable time talking about his health situation. And this is about three weeks since Crypto Jeb missed shows following his own unexpected trip to the hospital. And he is in a he is a, a very young man himself. And I don't want to get on a soapbox but we have to be more honest and aware about the volatility of crypto and how it can devastate our energy and maybe even endanger our lives at times so my advice is the same advice i have for for everything stay heavily meditated yes that is right meditate what's your tip for chilling out during a massive dip dive or devastating crash it ain't fun let's be honest cheers to you if you made it to the end of this newscast cold beer coming right up for you salute at ease have a great weekend remember none of the preceding messages financial advice it's just news and some opinion thrown in hopefully a laugh or two along the way whether it's youtube podcast or streaming at blockchain radio thanks for making us part of your day and until monday for the gd crypto news team you guys are the best covering the world of crypto one satoshi at a time i'm gavin dawson